Trafalgar's Big Tour Sale has arrived. Book your next vacation with 15% off top-selling tours. Discover the world's top trending destinations like Spain, Egypt, Japan, and Italy, while enjoying big experiences, big memories, and big icons along the way. To unlock savings, contact your travel advisor today. Call Trafalgar at 866-513-1995 or visit trafalgar.com slash big tour sale. That's T-R-A-F-A-L-G-A-R dot com slash big tour sale.
listening to Big Blend Radio's Music Monday show with Lisa Nancy. You just heard Souls of the Innocence, Innocent, excuse me, the title track to the new album. It is uh, by Jack Starr and his band Burning Star, and that's two R's in Star because they're badass. Uh, the album <laughs> is out on July 15, 2022. Listen, you're going to have two twos and two R's, like, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, it is out on Global Rock Records. So, again, new album is Souls of the Innocent by Jack Starr and his band Burning Star out July 15th, 2022 through Global Rock Records. Go to globalrockrecords.com. Also, keep up with Jack Starr on Facebook, Jack Starr's Burning Star. So, welcome to the show, Jack. It is super cool to have you. How are you? I'm doing good. That was great, Lisa. I really appreciate it, and I'm really happy to be on your show and uh, getting a chance to uh, talk about the new album. Title track, Souls of the Innocent. Did you write it to be like an anthem? Because when you listen to it, you just like really – I'm trying to sit down and be polite and everything, and then I just want to, like, if you could see right now, like, how we record, because you know, Nancy and I travel full time, and so, like, where I am right now, I'm like, if I even move, everything will fall down, because of how everything is set up, but, like, I'm just saying, like, really, that's one of those songs, and you just want to, like, do, like, you, it, it should be like the intro to a movie, like an epic movie, it's epic, it's an epic song, and... It is an epic well, album, so I feel like it should be like this anthem that just we need we need anthems right now to feel a little bit stronger. Yeah, and I think uh, you know you use the word epic, and that actually uh, describes a style of heavy metal. Um, they call it epic epic metal, and then some people call it power metal. But mm-hmm. basically, it's a style within heavy metal that my first band, Virgin Steel, mm. uh, we were kind of pioneers in that style. There was there was really a handful of bands in 1981 uh, doing that style of music, and uh, we were one of them, and we kind of pioneered that whole genre of metal. Yeah. Within, within the genre of metal. Because it does, it has this power, like we're going and we're pushing you further and pushing you further, but then your guitar comes in and gives us this, like, okay, we can sail a little. Does that make sense? Like, you know, you can kind yeah. of bend into things and yeah. gives us that break that humans need. And then we're like, okay, now we're going to go forward again. Yeah, I could, you know, I could hear that song like, you know, I don't know. I could hear it definitely in a movie. Um, I could hear, I could see people marching to it. I could see um, airplanes taking off. Yeah, you know, so I, I think it is, you know, anthemic and, and um Really happy that you like it. Uh, I co-wrote that song with the bass player in my band, Ned Maloney. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Ned, and Ned really came up with the concept. And, of course, you know, and the title, Souls of the Innocence. I was, like, really curious, yeah. like, what, you know, what is this all about, you know? And he was kind of referencing, you know, that tragic uh, day that happened in Las Vegas where a lot of innocent people were, you know, were killed by a sniper as they were doing something really peaceful, like going to see a concert. So it was uh, it was very tragic and uh, it affected affected all of us. And because, you know, that's what we do. We play music and and we don't want to think that people coming to see us play 
could could be you know shot and killed for doing something as innocent and benign as going to see some music, you know. So that was yeah. the kind of thought be, behind that particular song. You know, when you think about well, it's the whole album title, right? So it it and when you the the album to me, like you know, I I love it. I think I really love my job, right? It, it's my job. It's my thing. It's our business, Nancy and I. And it's like when you get new music in, and I gotta I gotta thank all the promoters that send stuff over our way because I get I'm one of those like stop everything. There's new music, you know. And then <laughs> it's like. And if it sucks, it's like, oh, no. But really, I think we work with good people. <laughs> and when you get new albums, and it's like, even if it's not your thing, and you because you know how to listen, you know, it's like, oh, this is some cool stuff going on. Like, this, yeah. people need music right now so bad. And what you're saying about Las Vegas, I think what so sucks, we have those, yeah. well, I mean, the shootings haven't ended. Hopefully, bills will pass and things. But, um, well, some are whatever. I, I don't even today that we're recording on. I don't even want to talk about politics or or bills. No, No, we want the music because yeah. that's it. It doesn't actually yeah. matter who you are, what you believe in, right? And whether your side won or not, music right. is what we all need to unite through and feel right. good about. And we, you know, I just yeah. think when. Vegas happened, and then you got to think about Orlando and the Pulse Club and all those shootings happening in places where people are like letting off steam that they need. They work hard. Yeah. They're, you know, then we go through COVID, and then it's like no live music, and musicians are like, what the hell? And the, you know, fans yeah. are like, what the hell? And then we had right. a lot of stop and starts, and we're still going through that. I know a lot of musicians are out there thinking, oh, we're yeah. there. You're tour- are you going to tour with this? Because I, we need this. I'm, we need to keep I'm going. I'm pretty sure we will. Um, I think the plans are definitely to tour in 2023 and possibly also at the end of this year. But really, it has also to do with, you know, how well the album does. And um, I think every album kind of creates its own uh, pathway. And um, if it gets accepted and does really well, then it'll dictate to us, you know, like what kind of tour, how long a tour. And also where we're going to tour, because primarily, you know, our band has actually been more popular in Europe. Mm -hmm. And now I notice with this new label, Global Rock, they seem to be very interested in in, um, publicity in America and in making this album, uh, you know, well-known in America. So I think think their plan is to really get us out there uh, playing in America, which is great for us because... Then we don't have to travel, you know, ten thousand miles or five thousand miles, you know. Yeah, you know, it's so weird. We have, you know, we have musicians from overseas come on our show, and musicians here. And it seems like if you're in Europe, you have to come here. If you're here, you have to go to Europe. And it's like, I wonder right. if COVID kind of evened that out. Like, get over it. We can all like music. Like, why do you have yeah. to go here for someone in this? It, it's like, oh, they went over to Europe, so now we're gonna like them. Right, exactly. I don't think that. I think those are all like you know man-made barriers, and and um, I think there's a, a universal universality in music, and it overcomes all uh, borders and all countries. And you know, so far, you know, we've been lucky that we've had a lot of acceptance in countries that we would have never thought of 
as even liking heavy metal, were actually very popular in Greece. So it's kind of, it took us by surprise, but we went there a couple of times and it's a beautiful country. The people are wonderful and uh, the food is great. And and it's a country that totally, you know, is so dominated by history. There's history on every corner. And um, and it's, so it's really beautiful, and we are, we're also popular in uh, Italy and Greece, and we're popular in uh, Greece, Italy, and Germany, and Germany, Italy, and Greece, and those are the three countries that no, like no, us. True. So would you go and perform at the Acropolis or something, you know? Like, wouldn't that be cool, like, to do a yeah, full-on that show actually, there? That, that would be really good, and that's when we visited, you know, the Acropolis or when we were in Athens. It definitely crossed our minds. It's like, wouldn't it be cool to be right there, you know, the same place where, you know, the ancient Romans, you know, had their spectacles and whatever. To me, to me, wouldn't it be, to me, there's this thing I'm, about the Rock of Gibraltar. Like, I don't know if it was a Bob Dylan thing, you know, they always saying, yeah. you know, I just want to go there. I want to go there. And I just right. would love to see like a full on rock concert. And I think there's such a power in when you think about like yeah. Italy and Roman times, right, the, exactly. Scots, the Vikings, this was right. this like this was music that I mean, I, you listen to Scottish music. There's a nice, pretty kind of stuff. But you have look at the Scottish dancing, the Irish dancing. That yeah. was all soldier training. All of those and steps yeah. were all about training for being able right. to go to battle and being able to, like the caber toss is about being able to toss the big log over so you could walk on or tippy toe over some, like a log to get to your next destination as a soldier. And so when you listen yeah. to that music and then there's a heavy, like, we're going to kick your ass music. And that's why I think heavy metal, there's a band called Tempest that kind of brings, uh, metal into Celtic fusion stuff like it's yeah. it's wild and I kind of yeah, think yeah. that about metal that it's about mm-hmm. like screw I you think, man <laughs> to the man yeah. you know I think, like I think you've got a good point there really because like metal the good metal should make people feel proud and, and courageous and, and give power. them the feeling yeah. almost of like an ancient warrior and being part of something great, you know, and, and have a majestic side to it, you know, and that's what we try to do in our music, like in souls of the innocent, you know, we really wanted to capture that feeling, you know, like what you mentioned before about, you know, it sounded like anthemic, you know, Mm -hmm. and it had that anthem quality. And, and, um, that's what we try to do with the music. Uh, even like, I would say like every song on the album, like, you know, like ships in the night, the song that you mentioned earlier, um, that 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 kind of uh, that. that kind of sailing, you know, like sailing to new lands, uh, you know, like the Vikings or or the or the explorers that came to the new world, uh, you know, it's it's just got that feeling. And and my God, how how difficult it must have been to to sail oceans in these little wooden ships, you know, and the courage yeah, that it took. Now think about Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, right? Here comes wooden ships. La, la, la. And then here comes yours. Like yours is more realistic. I don't know what's been going on lately. We've been doing interviews on mutinies aboard, you know, mutinies on the ships. Like 
the coast, right. like the, the east coast. I know you're in Florida, right? So, yeah. like, when you go up and then go to North Carolina and up to Virginia, all that coastline has got some crazy shipwreck stories, all connected to right. mutinies. And we've exactly. done some crazy, real, like, our history is only now catching up to what happened, you know, just with using, DNA, like, genetics and DNA stuff. I don't know how they're DNA testing things, but they are. And they're yeah. doing all this stuff, and we're finding these documents we didn't have, like, even 20 years ago. And they just right, found another exactly. ship in England, in Yarmouth, that just really? – they just found one from the 1600s, wow. and the wine is still preserved. Like, excuse me, Ooh. that is good. That's some good mm. stuff right there. So, no, like, talk about I always, vintage wine, you know. I'm gonna have to play this song. <laughs> yes, on every please. mutiny show that we do from now on in ship show because <laughs> we're gonna be doing one on ships soon. Ships in the night, but um, I wanted to touch on that because number one, it's a really good song, but. Ned Maloney is on bass, right? So I want to give a shout-out to everybody in the band because I know on the drums, are you like, what the hell? That dude's some crazy stuff, man. He's a phenomenal drummer. He was in an an iconic band from the 1980s called Man of War. I don't know if that Mm -hmm. rings a bell. And he was in that band. and, uh, And then the singer, we found this new singer, Alex Panza, who's like 29 years old. Yeah, he's young looking. I'm like, wow. Yeah, he's a young young guy. Uh, we're all old enough to be his father, and but that's cool because we're not his father. We just like the like the way he sings, and we kind of discovered him like two years ago. We did these massive uh, lead singer auditions, and we just we knew what we wanted. We wanted a specific thing. We wanted a guy with a very powerful voice, a high range and an ability to sing with passion. You know, we didn't want someone phoning it in. We wanted someone that really was interpreting the lyrics with passion and and, uh, energy. And uh, we found our guy, and so we're pretty happy with the vocal performance that he turned in. Man, his notes, I mean, he goes up there. Like, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. For you... Where did what led you to go? I'm going in this direction musically because I know you play the blues too. I know, yeah. like, just you listen, and I think that's part of this beauty of what you bring to the band. And I mean, it's that your your guitar playing. It's like yes, it's it's heavy metal, and yeah, we're epic, we're power metal, but there's this. It's kind of interesting because normally the drummer kind of brings everybody in that way, and, and obviously Rhino does, but there's this thing that you do with yeah. guitar that is melodic. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that, yeah. that you hit it on the head. It comes really from from uh, being influenced by the blues, especially when I started out. And because the blues teaches you phrasing. Um, mm-hmm. By that I mean it's like the human voice has phrasing. When you're singing, you can't just go on and sing a line. You have to stop, pause for breath. Unfortunately, a lot of guitar players don't phrase like that. They just go on and they kind of like um, just go on forever. You know, the solos just go and just keeps going. So what I try to do with my guitar playing is I try to phrase similar to what a human voice would do. Mm, That's why I connect with it. I love that because it's true. Nancy and I call it uh, haywire. 
there's we used to print our magazine in Vegas back in the days when we were printing, right? It, old yeah. school, copy and paste. People yeah. look it up. There is such a thing as not copy and paste, but you know, like paste up and typesetting. That that's actually a thing yeah. from way back when. But and we used to print in Vegas and um, in between. Uh-huh. Uh, press checks, what do you think we did? <laughs> well, you know, around the corner and there's the adult store and then there's the casino and you sit there, have a couple cocktails and hope you aren't being double when you go do your press check. But anyway, right. <laughs> but you, you sit on those little penny machines and stuff just waiting it out, you know? And yeah. there's this old school game called Haywire. And I always said it sounded like Guns N' Roses. Like there's a certain clip of music that plays when people win. So we call it Haywire, but it wasn't ever coming back. It just kind of just went off and on and on. Like there, you lost the melody at this point. You've lost this all. And I'm not saying Guns N' Roses did anything like that, but I'm just saying right. Slash is a badass. But this, this yeah. thing just went so dingy. And we always call that when you, you'll listen to music, you're all into it. And then it just, it doesn't, like you can do, you, you can do with jazz, but it just doesn't come home. And and no, it goes Mama off the wants cliff. her children to come home, you know. Right, you know, it's called having closure. And I think <laughs> musical phrases should have a beginning and an end. It's like if you take, like, let's say the riff to Layla. You know, it's okay. That's the end of the phrase. Then he repeats it again. It's not. Yeah, there's a beginning and an end to it. And when I play guitar, I try to. Well, I don't even try at this point. It just comes naturally. But I, I play with phrasing, and my riffs have beginnings and ends, and. That's and pause. just the way you I play. Yeah. You let us breathe. You, yes, I mean, thank you. You let That's us breathe, word. and I always look for that. Well, you shouldn't look for it in music. If you're looking for it when you're listening, then it's already shit, right? Yeah. And so listening and to the like, album, you, you, yeah. I don't have to. I'm like, okay, but at the same time, and I think that's very interesting about power metal, epic metal, whatever we want to call it, is that mm-hmm. you can, you've got to get us up out of our chairs, like we've got to be up going. It's epic. We're up. We're ready. We're going. Yeah. But it's like you can't over push that. Where do no, you it kind of makes in? you want to stand up and pound your fist and just really get into it. And that's that's the feeling that you know anth- anthems kind of give you, and just this whole majestic you know sound with with melodies that are stirring. And there was an English reviewer that used that word, stirring. Mm. And I thought, that, wow, that's such a cool way to describe what we do. It's I like, like that. It's stirring, you know. It, it's almost like a, a call to arms in a way. And, and it's, like, uh, it's like, wake up. This is, yeah. this, is, this is your life, you know. This yeah, is life. it's a pot and pan. You know, and, and that's the other thing about metal. I remember when I was a kid, you know, in the 80s, we lived in, we went, we moved from Kenya to England. And it was like the punk era was like badass at that time. Everyone was pissed, mohawks. And I mean, I came out of, literally out of the bush of Africa with tribes doing it this way. And then go to England and going, white people are doing this now? So it was was Uh cool. But I was listening to the music and I'm like, ooh, this is some cool stuff, you know? And I remember yeah. Suspicious was on everything. Like, Sex Pistols were raining everything. You know, just yeah. that, that era. But I remember punk being like, 
people didn't know what to do with like the elder people didn't know what to do with it and then we had heavy metal like there it was starting yeah. it was there and it yeah. was like that's and then when we lived in south africa right after so it was like real quick in england then to south africa very religious kind of place right. at the time if you're talking about the white people uh everyone's different so i know i'll get called later but yeah. it was like well it you know it's all they good. thought it was evil heavy metal was like <laughs> evil music like and then you know like why yeah you know you want to rile up people, mm-hmm. doesn't and some people evil. still think that but it really obviously it's not i mean it's just music like every other music and especially the music that we do if anything We've been like uh, interpreted as being uh, actually a Christian rock band. We're not, but the music has a has morals. That's funny. And, yes. Yeah. And the lyrics have morals, and we're not we're not encouraging anything like you know, take drugs, party, or you know, love Satan or any nonsense like that. We're about do good, be a good person, live on earth, and help your fellow man, and and uh, listen to music and be creative and, uh, you know, good things. Yeah. And stand up and be human, you know, and be human. Yes. live, live. That's and have compassion thing. and you yeah. have to have compassion because not and everyone, passion. yeah, not everyone, you know, gets to enjoy a great life. A lot of people really have it bad and, uh, we need to, we need to understand them and reach out to them and, and that's what we try to do with our music. You know, everybody in the band is basically a good person. Uh, the drummer in the band, Rhino, is a Christian. He's very, he's very religious, and he, and he is very concerned that about things like, you know, lyrics not encouraging anything negative, and uh, and I and that's a good thing. And I respect, you know, I respect his views, uh, and all of us who maybe are not as religious as Rhino, but we all basically feel the same, you know. It's a that balance. We, that's good to have someone there that creates that balance, right. though, right? You know? Exactly. Absolutely, you know. And uh, and that's what we really tried to do with this album. And I think that a lot of people that are starting to hear it, it's only really been out a week. And it's not even out. It's just the advanced copy has been floating around a week. Um, so the reaction we're getting is like, I think a lot of people are kind of surprised by it in a way because it's so it's basic and yet it's not basic. It's kind yeah. of like the the Chinese adage about there being complexity and simplicity. It's deceptively simple, but it's actually complex. But that but that is exactly what makes a beautiful meal, what makes a beautiful wine, what makes beautiful music. You as yeah. a listener or a, a, a diner or Sipper, right? Yeah. Whatever you want to call. You want yeah. you don't want it to be so complex that you're not enjoying it anymore. So, you, but you want that little it. hint of that so that it leads you back again, right? Um, exactly. Uh, and that's yeah. what we try to do. And that's you know really what I mean. It's a, we we recorded this album during the height of COVID. Uh, we started in in, in 2019. We just really finished it like uh, I don't know, like six months ago, uh, and we we just persevered, and it was kind of a little bit of a frightening uh, era and a time to do this because 
you know, people were afraid to actually get together and be in the same room. And, you know, they were afraid to, you know, that they could give each other this horrible, you know, virus that was going around that it probably is still going around. But it was, uh, it was something that, you know, we decided that the making this music was very important to us. And, uh, we didn't want to let fear rule our lives. And I'm not saying that we were encouraging each other or whoever to put, you know, put aside any, any safeguards because we were at the same time, we were very safety conscious and we, you know, we weren't, you know, hugging each other and sweating on each other. We were maintaining, you know, a distance, but we knew that we still wanted to get stuff done. Mm, how's that? I, it's, yeah, you've got to keep moving. You can't – it's just a weird thing with the whole COVID. You can't die. You can't just – that's it. We're closed for, for life because no one can keep moving if we did that, right? We wouldn't have food. We wouldn't have – you know, you, right. there's a point no matter what. You have to step outside and breathe the exactly. fresh air. So let, I it's think like, that's know, a perfect segue to Ships in the Night because it's kind of it. how it feels, right? Like Ships in the Night is how it feels going out. Oh, we can go it outside is. now, right? <laughs> so exactly. Let's play and this. I and then I, go ahead. Go, go right ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to tell everybody about the story about getting this recorded. So here it is. Everyone ships in the night and uh, enjoy. And we'll bring Jack on in a little bit. <laughs>
I'm sorry, but I have to use the word epic once again. Uh, everyone, Ships in the Night from the new album, Souls of the Innocent, and uh, that is Jack Starr and his awesome band. You've got to go get it. It's band Burning Star, and that star with two R's, because like you can't just be one star. You've got to have double. So go to globalrockrecords.com. The album comes out July 15, 2022. Keep up with Jack Starr and burning star on facebook just go to jack stars burning star jack star and it's all about double r's so it really jack, is that's the whole secret jack, you know. seriously that okay so i want to talk about doubling this sounds weird um yeah that song is epic it is like everybody just has to go get the album and you'll know what i mean but that song is and I love that song. Yeah. And it your really guitar. And, sounds like, uh-huh. Are you playing, what are you doing in the guitar that sounds like there's two guitars? Um, you know what well, I mean? there, is, there is two guitars. What I did is I played the guitar solo, and then it got harmonized with another guitar player who's the producer of the album, co-producer, Kevin Burns. He did a harmony solo on top of my original solo, and we blended the two together. So it has kind of like a Queen wow. sound, you know, like you know yeah. the band Queen. Yeah, when yeah. they do that, they kind of orchestrate yeah. the guitars. That's exactly so we did it. that right. as well. But, you know, wow. that song really is just a really great thing that Ned the Maloney, the bass player, uh, came up with, and it's his baby. And, you know, I can't say enough good things about Ned besides, you know, the fact that he's a great arranger, a great songwriter, great bass player. He also has the best hair in rock and roll. I, I was actually going to say that at the beginning of the show we were, when, when you, I introduced you. I wanted to say about his hair, but I think there is something about bass, bass players, and I've said this on the show a million times, so sorry, listeners. But I wonder about that because bass, if you overdo a bass, you have now screwed simplicity in a place that simplicity doesn't want. And I think that is something beautiful about bass players who write music, that they yeah. manage to have that bass thing. And then it's kind of like laying the, it is the foundation, right? The bass and the drums, yeah. the foundation, and then don't screw it up when you build it. right? <laughs> exactly. You know, and, you know, I mean, you know, all musicians have like a little bit of ego, you know, but I'll tell you honestly, like Ned, it's just like one of these guys that you you kind of want to be like him because he's really a good guy, you know, and he's a family man. He's he works hard. He he comes prepared to recording sessions. He um he knows his stuff and uh he doesn't uh try to, you know, impress you or elicit compliments. <laughs> You know, like some people, they're always like fishing for compliments. He's not yeah. like that at all. He's like, uh, in my next lifetime, I think I want to be like Ned. I'm, and I definitely I want, to want be his like hair. Ned. I want to write I want his music. Hair, I want his hair. My hair needs help. So <laughs> I haven't cut my hair since COVID started. So, no, actually, that's not true. I did cut it. And he had to fix it because I decided to cut it off. And that wasn't good. Uh-uh. Ned, my no, mommy had to come goes. to the rescue because I put it in a ponytail. It went. Well, oh, I'm going to cut it, and I cut it in the wrong end. I cut it in the wrong uh-huh. end, and I had, 
That's what's called too much wine, everybody. Scissors and wine, wine and hair, do not do it. Do not. Yes. But exactly. if you have a good mom, it's okay. But okay, That's so Ships in the Night is awesome. I want to talk about where eagles fly. We're not going to play it, but I want to talk about that song too. Okay. Because I just, it just, the way it starts and then all of a sudden it changes into this whole other place. Like, tell us about that well, song. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of weird because the melody for that song, which I came up with, sounds very 1960-ish, you know, that. You know, it's just got a 60s vibe to it, but then we kind of took maybe a melody that sounds a little familiar, and then we updated it, and we put this kind of galloping uh, rhythm section behind it, and uh, we came up with these lyrics, which is basically another song about freedom, freedom and redemption and people always having this desire for freedom, you know, and a couple of years ago, you know, when we were getting bombarded on television and, and people were saying, well, welcome to the new norm. This is the new norm. Yeah. And every five minutes, somebody was spouting that ridiculous saying on television. Well, it wasn't the new norm. It was just a, an abnormality and something that needed to be over overcome overcome or overcame yeah but anyway and so it wasn't the new norm and uh where where eagles fly is basically we're telling people you you too can fly like an eagle you too can be free you too can break out of whatever mundane existence you're in or whatever prison that you might be in and mainly uh, usually people are in prisons of their own device it's mm. not even a physical prison you know it's some kind of limitation that they imposed on themselves. So we're saying that in the song. It's like, break out of it, be like the ego. And uh, the lyrics kind of tell the story pretty well. Yeah, it, it does. I think it, to me, it was a beautiful song. And, um, you know, when Nancy and I, I mean, we, we traveled to parks and film. We've just been yeah. filming bald eagles lately and stuff. And you go like, you know, they're even oh, vultures wow. and buzzards, you know, and you look up and, of course, I see Eagle on there, and I'm like, I kind of skip through to the record because, like, when I first got it, I'm like, I got to hear the Eagle song because there's something yeah. just when you when you see Eagles and you hear the cry of a bald eagle, like, holy crap, man. It's like, it's yeah, real. It's, it's like, it is, it is, I mean, I grew up in Africa, and I've lived with lions going, you know, real, like, I literally lived in the bushes. I was a real young, young kid, then city yeah. stuff later. But honestly, the call, wildlife, and I think this is the thing about music that just draws me in. Musicians yeah. bring back that mm -hmm. wild spirit that we right. need to remember as we play civilization. Especially, you know, when times get, get a little crazy and, 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 you know, when we feel hope is, is lost and hope is fleeting, we need people to remind us, no, it doesn't have to be like that. You know, the pervasive negativity that was, around uh you know several years ago is not the new norm it doesn't have to be like that we can return to a simpler more um honest kind of existence mm. and i, I think that. i i see that happening you know i love that you say that especially coming from 
heavy metal because again, like I said, like I grew up where people are like, it's the devil. And I'm like, no, actually, if you don't feel, mm-hmm. you, you know, people will start hitting things instead of feeling them out. You need to feel it out. Music allows yeah. you to feel something out. If you don't know how to handle something, put music on. If, you exactly. know, if, when I'm stuck on writing an article, put some music on. And then all of a sudden I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I can write this. You know. And, when, and not only put the music on, but also realize our our smallness in the universe. The things God, that yeah. really that really are so important to us and that we obsess about really are not that important. In the next 20, 30 years, mankind will communicate with other uh, other aliens. Oh, That's cool. coming. I love that you just, oh, dude, are you there? Are you serious? Are you you're gonna you're gonna bring that up on this show? Seriously, you you have we have another show you got to come on for this. All right. Seriously, Absolutely. I'm all into it. We're into it. But it's yeah, because... true. If we don't think we're the only, if we think we're the only beings, grow up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Absolutely. Grow it's, up. You know what? That that is the impossibility. Not meeting other civilizations from other galaxies and like, other universes. Come on. The impossibility is that we would be alone in in all these universes because I believe in the multi universe theory. We, oh, we don't even we don't have one universe. There's a multitude of universes. So and it's impossible to it think that only on this little blue planet. In the middle of nowhere, uh, is there uh, an intelligent life form? And of course, so that's think, debatable. Also, how intelligent we are. But that also gets rid of the dictatorship kind of mentality. See, I think that right. that com- if you don't understand nature, right. you don't understand people because people are nature, yeah. right? We're part of it, and nature yeah. it means understanding the solar system and understanding that the world is round. People, please. We yeah. do not have ice walls. That does that doesn't even make sense, right? It just yeah. like weird. Um, I think it's, okay. that is a whole big tension grabbing spoof of stupidity. Mm-hmm. But when you think about it, you know, look at music. Music comes from nature. Music, the woodpecker, is like the symbol so, of the song, the mockingbird, right? right? Yeah, All of it. and music is primal, and and we're primal. And, uh, yes. you know, and therefore music is the essence of of humanity. It's uh, it's one of the noblest things that we do. And it's what makes us really human because anybody can replicate a lot of the human functions and human brain waves and all kinds of things like that. But it's very hard to replicate the desire to be creative and the ability to be creative. That's because what separates create, us, that's you know, the from machines. Creativity, creativity. Yeah, we can have AI. It's about how we use it, right? Like Common yeah. said, here, you have yeah. AI. Okay, so AI is supposed to do the mundane things so we can actually create and use our other sensibilities. Everybody's scared yeah. of AI, but artificial intelligence. Yes, it's mm-hmm. called artificial. It's replicating stuff. So human beings don't have to work in coal mines anymore, right? Let's think yeah. about that. 
do we really want to breathe in that dust when we can have machines do it? Or do we want to be able to use our minds to the creative powers that we have? I would like to take creativity all day long. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And and, uh, that's what we're trying to do with uh, the new album. And that's what... And and listen, we're gonna play. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna close with a song. But before we go, we're gonna we're gonna close okay. with "Demons Behind Me." That's your new single coming out. So we're gonna close with yeah. that, and a new video coming out. Uh, we're gonna close with that. But uh, Global Rock Records, from what I'm understanding, that they're re-releasing your your archive, your backlog of music, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, it's something that really uh, surprised me in a good way because they didn't just want to go for the quick buck, you know, let's put out an album and we'll sell to Burning Stars devoted cult following because we have a, a big worldwide cult following uh, and, and we'll make a quick buck on that and that'll be that. They're in it for the long haul. They want to really get the music of Burning Star and even the music that um, some of the music that I did even before Burning Star, and they want to get it out there uh, so that people can really go back and and see the whole um, progression, you know, of the of this particular genre of music that I've been creating, and especially the last uh, five albums that I've done with Ned Maloney, who is who who we came back to, we started working together again after we were working together in the 1980s. So it was a wonderful thing that we got back together after about 15 years, and we we got together in Florida. I went to visit him in Florida so we could record an album in a studio out here, and uh, we hit it off, and it was just like, you know, I need to move to Florida so that I can be near Ned and we can put this band together again and start being creative again. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. That's and awesome. we put it together again, and and because New York was difficult um, for me mm. because it was just so expensive, you know the uh, the taxes, the, the home heating fuel, and all this other stuff. It's like and California. then when I came to Florida, yeah, like California. And then when I came to, to Florida, I realized, hey, you know, I could buy my own house here, and I could <laughs> live and not be under the gun all the time, and have to worry about how am I going to pay my taxes, how am I going to pay for. Uh, heating oil and you know, yes. and like you know, and all this other stuff, and be constantly cold. And so I made this decision about 18 years ago. I moved to Florida, and I, it's been a very productive time for me, and um, especially all the work that I've done with Ned, and we've really partnered into creating this band, Burning Star. And then 10 years ago, we were able to get. Uh, rhino on drums so we really the picture was complete you know we had a really great great band and um, we were blessed with a great singer for three albums uh, Todd Michael Hall he actually was a contestant on The Voice the television wow. show wow. and uh, and then he he's now in a band called Riot which is one of the original yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, 80s yeah. metal bands and uh, he, he was great and it was really hard to, to fill his shoes, you know, because he left to pursue uh, his solo career and also to sing with Riot. So we were like, how the heck are we going to find somebody to fill his shoes? Because he was so incredible. And it took us two years, and we found someone that we thought would do a good job, and that was Alex uh, Panza. And uh, 
but that's pretty much been the story, you know. It's just it's this struggle to be creative, and and it's it's like you know some people struggle to live and struggle to put food on the table and struggle yes. to survive maybe for health problems or whatever. All those struggles are very very valid, but there's another struggle. It's the struggle to be creative, mm, and that's exactly. the, and that's. The, that's a hard struggle too, you know. Um, I was I saw this book. Um, it was about the life of Van Gogh, mm. and it and the name of the book was something like like my struggle to live or my struggle. Yeah, to, yeah, I saw something on that. On to make life. art, it had that kind of title, and I was thinking, yeah. wow, what a cool, you know, what a cool title, you know, this artist. The pain that he endured to make these paintings, the mockery that he had to endure, you know, people were basically saying, you know, you're a bum, get a regular job. What are you doing painting? <laughs> you know, he wasn't yes. painting for a royal court like some of the painters, you know, who had these, you know, really good positions as painters. He was just some guy on the street, you know, and he, I think he died penniless, actually. But, it, but he had this desire to be creative. And that's the desire that I have and that Ned Maloney has and Rhino has and Alex Panza has. It, and that it kind of supersedes all these other desires that that we have as humans. And I don't know where or how or why this became part of me, but it's kind of like a struggle to live. It's like, you know, it's like I, I have to be creative. If you don't. I always say on the show, like, we do so many different kind of interviews for different topics. And I always yeah. say creativity is the base of everything. Because yeah. if you have an accountant, that means you need an accountant. Then you better have a creative one. It's like, mm. it's say, if you have a lawyer for a reason, you better have a creative mm. one. Yes. You know, creativity goes, and I always think of those people on the left, right, you know, I'm like, no, creativity knows how to go on both sides if you utilize it. It's like a muscle in our body, in our yeah. brain. But I yeah. think it's the muscle between our brain and our heart. And sometimes our lawyer, I'm sorry, I'm going to say that. Sorry, people. But it's true. Yeah. Because because music mm-hmm. is sexual, it, no matter how yeah. you look at it. Fighting yeah. is sexual. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's the same emotion. It's a, there's a certain it's, emotion. It's not the same, but a certain emotion. Um, blues right. is definitely it's one of the, there. It's one of the primal urges that people have, you know, along with yes. creativity and surviving and eating food and, and sex breathing. Needs to be and creative uh, too, by the way, if you want to have sex, be creative. If you're wondering yeah. why things aren't working, put some music on and get some creativity going. Period. Yeah. Change maybe Absolutely. change the song, and that's the thing. That. Yeah. Creativity is it, and when they everybody looks at the way the world was formed, I'm not getting into religion or any of that, but creativity was involved. If you go out into nature and look at a leaf, look at a leaf, and all those little veins and how the things work in a leaf, in an actual leaf of a big tree. Yeah. Look at it. Go. Look at it. Absolutely. Man, we. I know this is quite a conversation. <laughs> You're definitely speaking the truth, and it's really very refreshing, you know, that we can, you know, ostensibly be here to 
publicize an album, but at the same time talk about things that matter besides just, you know, plugging an album. I mean, and, and, you know, and I have to, you know, I have to be aware that that ostensibly is the reason that I'm here. But at the same time, you know, we can't evade the larger subject. It's that 800 pound gorilla in the room, which is why are we here? Why, Why are we, we here, here on earth? What, what what are we doing, you know? And um so I'm really glad in a way that you are bringing up these subjects and uh and that you sense something in the music that makes you want to you, get into you, those honestly, subjects. That that is that that is the point of why you're on the show. You know, right. John John sends us over and I go I I listen and I'm like, "Okay, because is it going to be, like I said, <laughs> you know, the casino game sound? Is it going to be the haywire? And I, and right. I mean that. Because heavy metal is like, okay, here we go. It's going to be one of those where you can never hear anything other than the guitars yeah. go off. Like Frank Zappa yeah. always, Frank Zappa in his biography talked about like different musicians and their personalities and lead guitarists were basically wankers. And his, in his, if everybody goes <laughs> read the book, you understand what I mean, right? And yeah. and he nailed keyboardists got the biggest rap, right? They got, he got they he nailed them the most. But I remember that. I mean, I was in a band and the guitarist would be like, just this and this and this, and I'm like, you're in the corner playing to a wall at this point, instead yeah. of even understanding what is going on with this. Uh-huh. You have to read. You, no, you don't. I'm not talking about you, obviously. Your yeah. music, I, I, listening to this album, I went, oh, yeah, they have melody, they have the rhythm, they have the dynamics, God, because if you don't have dynamics, our human bodies do not know how to bring it in. We oh. don't understand. Okay. And if it's an ego-based guitarist uh-huh. going off for 10 years of a solo that doesn't have right. dynamics and it's just you're, you are wanking into a wall. Right. Yeah. I am. And ranking, you know what I mean, right? Ranking is the best word sucks. for it because Wanking that's really what word. it is. Sorry, everybody. That's, that's the word, and too many, too many guys do that. You know, when they're playing, as opposed to making an earnest effort to communicate. And, and um, I mean, I try to communicate every time I play. I don't even really think of myself as a guitar player. I think of myself as someone who's just communicating via music. And yeah. uh, it, in my it case, works. it's it's a guitar. It could it could have been something else, but I'm just using the guitar to to play these melodies that are in my head, and I want to get them out, and I want to make the audience hear and feel them and communicate with them, and that's really what's. But I'm not looking for somebody in the audience to say, you're, "Oh boy, that's not so that played really fast." Listen to what a four-piece band just put out. Like I'm sitting there going, "This isn't a wanker." That that is actually, and I'm sorry, everybody. I get to finally say it, <laughs> but it's true, <laughs> you know, because that that well, is actually the, you know, when you listen, well, you so is much this for, a wanking or yeah. not? And it's not. It's yeah. not. You know. So I hate. I I can't believe I just said all that, but it's true, and um, no, and no, it means I a lot. You saying it. I really appreciate you saying that because I think you really nailed it. And uh, I wish the whole transcript of this will come out. I, mean, I don't know how you do it. What do you do? No, you, we just, you... the whole thing airs. I'm sorry. We don't yeah. play games. 
We only edit right. something unless someone says something really bad, and then if they said something really bad, then we go, then we shouldn't air it, you know. So right. we don't do that. Exactly. We're real. We're here. We are, you know. As, it's just... Well, Kent, I'll be really happy to, to hear the whole thing because, you know, when you talk and you do interviews and all that, you come upon some truisms that you, you might not normally even really um, come out with, but they come out with on the spur of the moment when you're engaged in, in earnest conversation with someone who has something to say as well as you do. Mm-hmm. Conversation is key. It's something our country could learn and the rest of the world, yeah. too. It's so important. Yeah. And it's also important to have conversations with people that don't, don't agree with you and, and conversations with people just in general. We, you know, I think Nancy and I traveling the country, traveling the world have learned to just sit down and I will and, and have a meal Bond on what you can bond with. Maybe it is music, and a lot of times it is. And yeah. I, I, why? I, and again, I'm going to go back to this, and then we're going to close this up because we'll go on for hours, Jack. I know we will because we're good at this. But yeah. <laughs> Souls of the Innocent is coming out July 15th. But we're gonna we're gonna close yeah. with the song Demons Behind Me. But I I want to say this: heavy yes. metal music is like. It is about a good anthem for the people. It is. It's like punk music, right? Everybody had a music of their era of what, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was Christian music. Maybe it's gospel, like good gospel. It's the most, yeah. most I hate to say the most badass music gospel is, is because it's like everybody's going to the core. So the same thing as heavy metal. Gospel and heavy metal are really the same thing. Now people are going to send me emails, but it's true. It is about going to the core. It is going to the mm-hmm. core of the heart and soul and feel the rise up, whether it is about, you, you know what I mean? You, I, I don't want to get too in, into that, but I, it I is about you, feeling it. You got to rise I totally up. Appreciate, I totally appreciate what you're saying, and we're we're definitely on the same page. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to close out. Thank you so much, Jack Starr, for an I'm amazing sorry. conversation. Please do come back for the other interesting show about aliens and connectivity. And we're having a crazy uh, solstice. No, it's an equinox. Sorry, fall equinox show coming up with the musicians sounds- and tarot readers and all kinds of crazy stuff. So you should come oh, for that. That sounds wonderful. You should well, come on that show. Thank you for having me on. Thank you thank for having you. me on. I really appreciate it, and uh, Big Blend Radio rocks. That's all I can say. Thank you, and you do too. Everybody, uh, Global Rock Records is where you can get the album, globalrockrecords.com. Keep up with Jack Star and Burning Star. Go to Jack Star, Burning Star on Facebook, and it's Jack Star with two R's and Burning Star with two R's. And the album comes out July 15th. You can normally pre-order, so check that out, too. Souls of the Innocence is the album name. But we're going to close off with the song, Demons Behind Me, because we all want to feel that. So take a listen to it. Thank you so much, Jack. You take care. Here it is, Demons Behind Me. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. (laughs) 